Speed round, Paul or John? Early Paul, late John. Mario or Sonic? Early Sonic, late Mario. Introspection or communication? Uh, May. Sorry, I'm thinking about it. So that's introspection. Sushi or Soylent? Sushi. Ever owned a Velcro wallet? Yes. Velcro shoes? Yes. Velcro pants? Yes. What was the name of the receptionist who checked you in this morning? Linda. Joan Baez or Joan Crawford? Joan Didion. GIF or GIF? I'm not answering that. There's too much at stake. Would you like to go out with me? It's very inappropriate. Good. Quality or convenience? Not mutually exclusive. Needs of the society or needs of the individual? Should be the same. You're most scared of? Unfulfilled potential. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. This is Cheap Seat Reviews. Hello, and thank you for listening to Cheap Seat Reviews, the podcast that explores the Hollywood film industry for the greater good. Sam? No. The greater good? Okay. You just say no. Uh, yes, it did. <laughs> no, uh, sorry, I was watching a a funny um, Lord of the Rings video. All of a sudden, I don't know why. <laughs> okay, I totally lost track of what I was doing. Oh hey, yeah, hello, folks. I'm doing a podcast. Oh, look at all that. Right. Uh, okay, well, tonight's show is uh, what is this? Um, uh, this is so episode two hundred and one. The much de- delayed, uh, but only a few days episode. Sorry, two, uh, no, it's not. No, people, we have yeah, we have shoes. lives. Things happen. Not a, no worries. Uh, this is episode 201, the first of the second millennium or something. Uh, not millennium, but anyway, it doesn't matter. Century. Century mark, yeah. Uh, tonight we're talking about The Circle, which is the Amazon Circle. movie. Uh, Amazon, not Netflix. Not Netflix, uh, with Tom Hanks and um, uh, Watson. What's your name? Um, Emma Watson. Benjamin. Uh, yeah, Benjamin Watson, the football player. Yeah. I tell you, uh, and by the way, folks, I'm. I think I'm going to have to add the Netflix the circle um, to our list just to make you go through what I had to go through. <laughs> also, all these stupid things uh, done. So, just so you know. Um, okay, uh, I'm. I'm actually okay with that. It would actually be kind of funny because we almost had back early in the show where we had an episode situation where one person thought we were doing paycheck and we were doing payback. Payback. And we yep. were doing paycheck the next week. And so we started talking about Mel Gibson in this movie and it's revenge. And they're like, I thought Ben Affleck was in this movie. And we're like, no, <laughs> you watched paycheck, not payback. So anyway. Well, you and I went back and forth for quite some time about the how ambiguous the ending was. And I was like, yeah, yeah, that's right. You know, when you got 100 people in a room and they kill off somebody every minute, 
You know, and you're like, what? Right. Because I said something like, oh, I can't believe Emma Watson believes this stuff. And you're like, Emma Watson's not in this movie. And I said, yeah, her and Tom Hanks. And you're like, not the same movie. So uh, so I am Sean Allred. And joining me tonight is Andrew, also ingested a microchip for his job, Jimison. Yep. <laughs> Uh, I don't know why that makes me laugh. Every time you've been doing that for a hundred episodes, and I still makes me laugh. Uh, Corny, of all of the all of the wrong of this movie, the tech wasn't one. Logan. Yep. <laughs> all right. And Sam, that's a new meaning to the phrase "drone strike vector." Oh, oh man. Because I was going to say that I was going to drive you off a, dr- a bridge tonight, yeah. but that uh, kind of steals my thunder a bit. I kind of well, that was the, that was the only death in the movie. God. So, jeez, well, I could have said, you know, I'll, I'll uh, leave you in San Francisco Bay without a kayak. Oh, uh, I could do that as well. Yeah, because there's sharks there, right? Because that picture that we saw with the shark eating a helicopter that was real, right? Yeah. Yep. Uh, cool. All right. Well, this is the circle. Uh, came out. I think fairly recently, I, I think. I can't remember. Did it? Was um, it ever released? Yeah, it was in theaters. I remember seeing... Really? Pre- Are yeah. you sure? Yes. There's I like, doubt it. Tom Hanks and the Emma Watson movie is not going to go straight to video. <laughs> <laughs> um, this was in theaters. And uh, if you're still not 100% sure which one we're talking about, uh, Andrew is here to enlighten us. A woman lands a dream job at a powerful tech company called The Circle Jerk. Only to uncover an agenda that will affect their lives, uh, the lives of all humanity. <laughs> I don't think the, the circle jerk is uh, accurate, but maybe. Did I watch the wrong movie? Maybe. <laughs> well, That's okay. I wondered why you had me go to that website instead of a... Hey, I had to go behind the curtain. Oh. That's kind of creepy. Behind the curtain, no, back back when like Blockbuster had the curtain room with the stuff that you didn't want to... So I I just clicked on the director of this. Uh, by the way, his name is James Ponsold. Sold. He's from, yes. He's from Georgia, but that's an interesting name. Ponsold. He Georgia. sold the pond. I've never heard of any of his things that he's done. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, he did the circle. Um, he did something called the end of the tour. Never heard of it. The spectacular now. Um, never heard of that. Never heard of it. Let's see. He did something called Smashed. Um, I don't know if is that the. He's got Mary Elizabeth Weinstead in the, in, in the. Nick Offerman is in it. Megan Mullally. Octavia Spencer. There you go. There you go, Corny. Mackenzie Davies. Davis. There's a lot of people in this. I reckon. But I've never heard this. of it. So uh, Rick and Morty are in that. Yeah. Right. So anyway, and then something called Off the Black and a couple of shorts and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I thought once you go black, you can't go back. Isn't that the, what they say? Maybe. Oh, anyway. That's racist. Oh. Inaccurate. Well, um, is that... <laughs> but but uh, what's his name said? Uh, always bet on black, right? Who? Wesley oh, Snipes uh, said that. Wesley Snipes. Yeah. Passenger uh, 51. 57. Oh, there you go. Have you not seen that movie, Sam? Passenger 51? 57. 57. 57. Hand sauce. 
Stop. Which one was it where the main uh, action guy dies in the first five minutes? That's executive decision, and that was uh, Steven Seagal. Is that the same kind of thing? Yeah, I mean, it's the same concept. These hijackers right. on a plane. Okay. We had a bunch of those movies until 9-11 happened, and then they all yeah. stopped. Um, for good and reason. It's like, yeah, let's not mess with planes yeah. for a while. Uh, anyway, uh, so anyway, the circle, 2017's the circle. Um, they, it cost $19 million to make, and they made... 20 million. So hmm. I guess it wasn't a loss. Um, it didn't do very well critically, I remember hearing. Uh, it's parked at a 5.3 on IMDb. Hmm. Um, Metascore at 43. Seems a lot. <laughs> uh, and I wouldn't argue that. But like, I remember this thinking when I saw the previews for this, I thought, ooh, okay, we're going to get like. Um, corporate espionage kind of a thing and and we'll talk about what actually happened on screen in a little bit um but first this was uh, all of our first viewings for this movie correct obviously correct. It was for sam yeah uh okay so uh, i guess not a heads is not good for podcast <laughs> <laughs> no no my chuckle was it yeah, yeah. uh all right well andrew if you'll lead uh if you'll lead bat please Eller Cole train is awful. What? Mercer. Oh. Mercer. Oh, yeah? Oh, is that his? Is that... Awful. Was that John Connor? Yeah, I think. I don't know. Yeah. There's some bad casting. Terrible actor. Um, uh, he's not. No, he wasn't John Connor. Or was he? I don't know. He's only done like four things. And there's a reason. Yeah. He wasn't Bill Paxton's really... dead. Yeah, he is. Yeah, uh, Gwen Headley's dead. Uh, uh, actually, Bill Paxton was one of the better parts in this movie, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I feel like he's not dead. He, he is. is dead. Yeah, the actor <laughs> died. He died this year. Yeah, or last year. Yeah, brah. <clears throat> I just okay. Sorry the the movie itself. I I don't know. I felt like it was kind of the dialogue was a little. Wow. And Man. the characters were kind of one dimensional and I don't know. It I felt like this was an attack on Apple that that many high school students have written about before in their essays on so how social media is changing the world. Well, wouldn't be, it wouldn't like even that. be Apple, right? It would be like Facebook and Twitter or, and yeah, or Google or Google, something. Google, yeah. But uh, you know, I I don't know. It, the The movie didn't really go anywhere for me, and I I like to be surprised in movies, and nothing really took me by surprise here. Um, in fact, I would say the only thing that surprised me was that nothing surprised me. Yeah, maybe that's that's a good way to put it. I mean, I will say the ending of the movie, which we started to talk about before we started recording tonight, did surprise me a little because I didn't expect it not to, not to end. Right. <laughs> I mean, it, it, or not not some sort of resolution after the big. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I almost felt felt like. We had an issue, and now the issue is brought to light. But in order to solve the issue, we're not going to do anything about it. We're just going to keep living the life 
that we lived before. I use the the explanation. I watched this with my wife, and she and I both just kind of were just kind of confused and bewildered by the ending of this movie. And I and I explained it as it's like if we watched when we watched the Magnificent Seven. Actually, I think I said this to you, Sam, mm-hmm. um, before we realized you'd watched the wrong movie. Is like it's like watching the Magnificent Seven when the bad guy pulls out the Gatling gun. He starts spinning it, you know, he starts shooting the bullets. We fade to black, and then the screen opens back up with the three heroes who survived riding off in the sunset with no resolution. Like, are the other guys dead? What happened to the bad guy? Like, we don't know. Like, that's literally, in my opinion, what happened in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just, I didn't enjoy it. I mean, it, I felt like it was kind of a waste of some really good actors. Um, and I haven't, I think this is the first time that I've really heard Tom Hanks swear this much in a movie. I know, right? That was was weird, wasn't it? First time I've ever heard him drop the F-bomb. I think I just see him as Woody all the time. (laughs) When I hear his voice say, you know, four-letter words, I'm kind of taking... There's a snake in my boot. (laughs) There's an effing snake in my boot. I mean, like, even when he's saving Private Ryan, which is hard R, he never swears. Mm-mm. Yeah, damn it! Did he swear in like uh, some of those old? I mean, most of his like, old was movies Karen though Hooch, were PG thirteen or anything. Or well, I mean, he most of those him. movies were before PG thirteen existed. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like Turner and Hooch was like eighty four, eighty five. Um, I know, I know, PG thirteen came about in eighty four, eighty five time, but. I mean, like big. It's a kids' movie. I mean, so is Turner and Hooch. Uh, Joe mm-hmm. versus the volcano. You know, like where would he be sweary? You know, sweary McSwear. Blues Brothers, not Blues Brothers. Dragnet. Like, I honestly think this is the first time he's dropped an f bomb on the camera. I mean, maybe not, but that's the first time I've seen it. You know, I appreciate him as an actor. I think he's one of the greatest actors in Hollywood today. But for this one. I don't know. I just. I thought he was wasted. Yeah, I don't mean he was I, drunk. I, I mean he was. He was wasted. I like. I like Emma Watson, but I didn't like her in this role. And I just kind of found her annoying, and I found her friend, uh, redhead Mc British Irish lady. Uh, what's her name? Uh, her From, real her real name. Uh, she's in the new Jungle Book movie. Um, Karen Gillian. So, yeah, here we go. Um, yeah, I don't know. I found her character extremely annoying. And maybe because I know people like that. And I want to strangle them and say, hey, quit working your life away and enjoy what you're doing. I don't know. Anyway, that's where I am on it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Sorry, yeah. you look like no. you're going to say something else and then you stop. Okay. Well, I had a thought and then it left me because I got distracted by my dishwasher again. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, Corny, what you got? Uh, for me, the movie was, uh, was kind of interesting. Um, listening to Emma Watson not with a British accent was... <laughs> a, little, a little weird, isn't it? Uh, but also, uh, in the first five minutes of the movie... One of the words does slip out very British. Um, yeah. uh, but outside yeah. of that, yeah. it's pretty interesting. Yeah, um, Dude McMercer is... Uh, oh, he's so bad. He's a bad uh, was the worst oh. of the actors. 
in this thing, including the uh, creepy people. She's like, hey, you don't have your social network thing. Um, outside of that, the uh, the movie did not end the way that I thought it should. Um, John Boyega never used a lightsaber. I was really disappointed <laughs> about that. Talk about a wasted and, character uh, also. Armani never used a spell. And uh, Tom Hanks was an old man and never a kid who grew, uh, grew up too soon. So this whole movie was oh just gosh. a whole bunch of Tom Hanks is like the other guy at the toy factory in the movie Big. He's playing that part. Yeah. <laughs> like the stuffy, I'm too old, corporate guy, whatever, right? Yeah. Yeah. Although I've always imagined that I would dress like that if I were uh, the CEO of a company. Okay. Or the Steve Jobs. Well, sure, why not? You know, wear jeans and... Actually, I, actually, I've realized I just wear pajama pants. I'd show up like a bum every day. Like, hey, guys, what's up? Uh, awesome. I did some look in. Um, we all get raises. Yay, I'm going to bed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to bed. Sweet. Best boss ever. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. But no, uh, other than that, it was just kind of blah. I, I I would I would not watch this movie again. Not because I don't want to. It's just not it's really nothing to it. I think they had a, a very very interesting concept that never got played out the right way. Although uh, with Amazon, you know, you get those little blurbs. Mm-hmm. Um, I read the ending and I thought, oh damn, that would have been better. Yeah, the original ending from the book is way different. Um, and I I don't know if it would have been worse or it would have actually. It probably would have been better. Yeah, Boyega's character is wasted without the ending. Yeah, like uh, when they uh, spoiler alert because we're into the three year thing. Do you really even need him um, in this movie? You don't need him in this movie. No, that I think it's a lot of money for that character um, to be in this movie for no reason. Right. Then again, you had a really a list group there and a very blah movie. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Like you've got. You've got Tom Hanks. I mean, Patton Oswalt, I mean, he's in this to be, he's the nerd, right? He's probably, of the pair, he's the guy who's actually the nerd that's figuring the things out, and Tom Hanks is the he, dreamer. He's the Steve, was it Wozniak? Wozniak, yeah. Wozniak, Wozniak yeah. to yeah. the Steve Jobs, yeah. Right. And and then uh, Boyega is a social network guy. He's freaking uh, Facebook. Um, Mark Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg, basically, right? So if you don't, if you haven't scenes. watched, yep. the, if you haven't watched the movie, the circle, which is the name of the company that owns, basically imagine Google owning Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Snapchat, Bank of America. Um, I guess, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how much infrastructure. And apparently a lot in the, uh, uh, research, and, and medical things, because oh yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They also have their shit. own medical facilities. Um, I mean, like they're doing their own medical research. I mean, and it's also a tech research company. So like, like all that plus, I guess, kind of Apple. Um, too? with the coolness of Apple. Yeah, they were like OCP and Robocop. Yeah, actually, yeah, that's actually good. Yeah. Are you down with OCP? Yeah, you know me. So. So, like, I'm mean, obviously this is an, an, a very much a fantasy because that would never, it could never happen. Um, uh, look at Amazon. I don't know, man. I mean, yeah, yeah. oh yeah, and Amazon, right? I guess Amazon bought all of those things I just said. Basically, is what it comes down to. Is and Jeff Bezos is the Tom Hanks character, and like, 
so anyway, I just want to paint that picture before we keep going. I want people to really understand that this company controls so much of your life in, in this world, and we're all cool with it, is, is where I'm eventually going to go with. Uh, Corny, were you, were you, anything else you want to add? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm done. I'm okay. Done. Sam, what say you? All right. Well, once I found uh, the real movie we were supposed to watch, um, <laughs> I uh, it's it's quite a different movie, by the way. Um, I uh, I'm gonna probably be the uh, the outcast of this podcast um, for this one because I I somewhat enjoyed this movie. Um, it absolutely has faults, uh, but it kept my attention the entire time. Um, did it fall flat on the end? To a certain extent, yes. Uh, but I think what we had here is a potential for an amazing story to be told. Um, we had some amazing characters that could have been very interesting, very dynamic, and it was just blah, like you guys were mentioning. It was very, it was, it was directed in such a way that it was, I don't know, it just was not dynamic. Um, I thought Tom Hanks did very well as the uh, charismatic uh, leader of this organization. Um, but in terms of uh, how this movie played out, I, I really enjoyed the ratcheting of, um, you know, of what this company was doing and how it was doing it. Uh, you know, it starts out as basically, you know, your, your social network. And starts to end up being, um, you know, integral into p people's lives. And when you think about it, at the the very basics of it, it's it's kind of an interesting idea in terms of would I like an app to tell me when I'm about to have a heart attack? Sure. You know, would I like an app to show me that my blood pressure is is spiking or my blood sugar levels are low, um, and not have to worry about it? Yeah, sure. Um, would I like to be able to go anywhere in the world and view a video of a beach or a mountain or a hike? Um, that would be interesting, but it's what you give up to have access to those types of things. And that's what this, you know, it's, it's a moral lesson is what this movie is showing you in terms of how much are we willing to give up for our own privacy? Um, and, uh, and are, uh, are we as a, uh, society willing to average that all out you know you've got uh someone who was who's the antler guy mercer mm -hmm. right um who tried to go flying with his truck um he the really bad he was a bad actor i gotta give you that but you know someone who's completely off grid um as much as he could be and then you've got uh you know a little uh what's her name uh sarah jessica parker um emma watson, emma watson. thank oh. you um, where she, uh, you know, she basically keeps tacking on more and more things to dive into her personal life. Um, to the effect, what was it? Three minutes in the bathroom. She was allowed privacy. Yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> and, um, you kidding me? <laughs> I'm, I'm I barely uh, get my pants undone by three minutes, but anyway, yeah. Yeah. And I, I, it's it's spooky when you watch it, and I think I mentioned I meant, might have even sent off a text at some point where the two people walked up to her at her uh, desk and start getting on to her about how it's voluntary to do this social thing, 
Um, but it's almost basically telling her she won't get anywhere unless she is. Did anybody get that feeling from yeah. them? It was I, like a threat. I got a a much more serious, aggressive version of you don't have enough pieces of flair on your vest. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. Perfect. And, um, yeah. And uh, I see why Emma Watson's character made some of these decisions. Um, and I even see, you know, Opie, you mentioned, uh, you know, when she talks about the voting and um, registering till uh, registering to vote and having everybody mandatory to vote, which is very a communist idea, by the way. Yeah. Um, when she but, said, because she mentions like eight countries do this all the right. Yeah, they're all dictators. Yeah, they're all dictatorships. And right. they all, it's, it's not, it's mandatory, but it's also mandatory who you vote for. But um, I, I think she was backed into a corner in that, uh, in that case. And, um, I, I see why she did it. And how was I going to say this? Um, I enjoyed it getting more and more and more crazy. And, and I don't think the company was being necessarily evil in terms of, uh, get, you know, getting into these, uh, personal, um, Per, the, the personal space of people and, and and getting into privacy rights and things like that. I don't think the company thought it was evil until you finally had the two guys there on stage realize that they were going to get, you know, all their dirty laundry aired just like everybody else. So it, it was fascinating to me on the business sense and um, a lot of business ethics are, uh, are shown in this movie in terms of what to do and, it might actually, uh, I might actually have to show this in some of my classes uh, because of that. Um, but it was fascinating. I thought it was fascinating. Did I think it was a great movie? No. Did I think it was interesting? Sure. Um, would I watch it again? <laughs> Not personally. Um, but I think it's a good lesson uh, on how much we're willing to give up versus uh, what we get out of it. How about you, Sean? Uh, okay. As, as you talk, I'm always trying to like take mental notes on things that I want to kind of like respond to specifically. Um, to Andrew's point, I actually thought you said you, you found that the friend annoying. I thought she was the most compelling person in the movie. Um, yeah. because in my opinion, she's the audience. She's, she's the only one in the company that kind of sees for what it is. Eventually, maybe we're also supposed to, to sympathize with, um, John Boyega to a point too. Um, I actually yeah. found her compelling and, and I actually really liked her. I dug, really dug her accent. Um, anyway. Well, the problem is she didn't come to that conclusion until she took drugs. Right. So. But here's the weird part about that is like the drug part, like did we, was there a line in there that I missed? Cause like after Mercer dies, spoiler, after Mercer dies, <laughs> they're having this heart to heart and she's like, you okay? She's like, yeah, I'm home. I've decided I'm, you know, I'm, all I was doing was coke and soylent, and I'm like, wait, did I miss the part where she was on drugs? Well, 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 well what I got out of that is she was so overworked. No, I understand that, that she was, um, but she literally that said she had she, to take that, right? Yeah, to kind of like uppers just to keep her going. Yeah, no, I'm again, I'm I understand the why. I just missed that she did it. I oh. I, I was because like the the last time we saw her, she's fine, and then the next scene, she's in the bathroom looking like shit. And they're like, how are you? She's like, you know, I, I work all the time. I'm getting ready to go. Blah, blah. You know, it was just, it was rough. And then the next thing we see her, she's in sweatpants 
in the in the <laughs> meeting about the vote, and then we don't see her again until after where she's kind of gone to rehab or whatever. And it's like, wait a minute, we have we missed something with her? I felt like there was. I mean, honestly, we usually complain about movies being too long. I could have stood mm-hmm. 25 more minutes of in-depth character development on her. I wanted more of Tom Hanks, and mm-hmm. I wanted more of John Boyega. Because You know what I think would have been a perfect storm for this movie? If you would have gotten Aaron Sorkin to write it. Sure. I think this would have been right up his alley. You could have put you know 25% more dialogue in the film you already had. Yep. Um, and I, I like Tom yeah, Hanks. As yeah. the uh, the charismatic, he was great in that part. He was really great. Yeah. And the movie paints him as, here's the facade, but there's something in the back that we don't know what it is. But then we never get that it payoff. Never, yeah, that, and like I said, it never looked like the company was doing evil <laughs> things. It's just... On the surface, you're, you're like, wait a minute, you want to force people to vote? Well, we already have to do things we don't want to do, like pay taxes. Okay, that's different. That's very different. We're talking about changing. And like, there's there all of a sudden now there's a senator here who wants to support these things and have transparency. What? You're going to have a senator, a sitting senator that's going to be total transparency? I hope she's not on any kind of defense committee or any, you know what I'm saying? Like... Well, here's an email I'm going to send to this general approving the missile strike on blah, blah, blah. Oh, we just yeah. sent that to the Taliban or whoever, right? Like, okay, they're going to go hide now, right? So there, I, I certainly think that while I do believe that the government has too much secrecy, I feel like there's a certain acceptable level of that. And mm-hmm. I also feel as an individual – um that we all have things that we need to be kept private. And there's a line in the movie and I capped it where she talks about, and I'll even play it here real quick. Um, uh, where is this? I said that secrets are lies. No secrets no, are lies no. to your spouse and only in an act of omission, right? Like, did you do the dishes today? Uh, you know, or whatever, right? Like, did you have an affair? Uh, did the dishes, you know, like things like that, right? Like, that's a lie from omission. That's different than secrets. Us, people need secrets. We need our, we need our things, right? So, mm-hmm. so that's an interesting part of the movie, really interesting part of the movie that this idea that, and they do talk about a thing in this movie that's true. We all behave differently when there's a camera on us, when people are able to watch us, Right. Mm-hmm. Just like I do when we do our podcast. I know you guys can see me, so I'm not uh, completely naked. Sure. Or a better <laughs> example and non-creepy. We're supposed to not be naked. <laughs> You're not supposed to. Right? <laughs> Clothing has always been optional on this show. Is uh, Look at YouTube comments. YouTube comments yeah. are the dregs of society. <clears throat> like, like, Corny, I don't know. Have you put any of your band's videos on YouTube? You just muted yourself. I do, but uh, I don't let comments or uh, I don't make them available. You don't make them available? Okay. Okay. People are evil. Right. They really are. Right. Like, you're doing good work with your band. You have a band. You have three. You have several. But I think kind of your, your main love is your, your three-piece jazz band, 
which is a good band. I've, of course, yep. I'm super biased because I've run sound for you. But um, it, you're a good band. And if you put that on YouTube, 60% is going to be good, 20% is going to be eh, and then the other 20 cents is going to be the dregs of society. And it's because there's because there's no consequence, right? Like, that's what we've had. Yeah, someone's going to call me the N-bomb or something, you know? Right, yeah, look at that N-bomb playing drums. Of course, he's the guy who has to play drums, because, you know, all those stereotypes. You're going to see that, because, but they Wait, would what? never they would never <laughs> say that to your face, right? Because they're safe behind their computers. So the idea that this movie presents is that, well, if there's a camera pointed at everyone, then we'll all be nicer, and we'll eliminate crime, and all of those things. And it's like... But see, that's it. that is the the thing behind the. Want ants? This is how you get ants. Um, <laughs> in in terms of uh, you know, what are you willing to give up for your own privacy? You know, are you willing to have crime? Are you willing to, you know, so that you can, I don't know, run around in your backyard naked? You know, it's it's just a. I don't know. It's just an interesting thought. Uh, you know, it's the same idea. You know, communism in theory is interesting. On paper. And yeah. commun- What's that? Yeah, you go Easy ahead. there. Well, uh... commun- communism in theory is interesting in terms of everybody's equal. Everybody gets paid the same. Nobody's hungry. Nobody's out of work. Uh, you know, everybody works to his common goal. But when you add the human element to it, it completely falls apart. There's no way communism can work. And um, it's kind of the same idea in this movie where certainly the idea that no, there's not going to be any crime, there's not going to be, um, you know, no stealing kayaks, no, you know, no one's going to uh, take a loaf of bread or whatever. But, um, but are you willing to accidentally show your parents uh, doing what they were doing? <laughs> With a penis pump. Uh, just by be, mistake. Yeah. But, but, <laughs> but to a point, Sam, we already have that now, right? I mean, like – you can't walk down New York City and not have 12 cameras pointed at you from security buildings. Mm-hmm. What the difference in this movie is, is making the assumption is that someone's always watching a screen, is, is yeah. what we're saying. And again, we're already, I mean, again, we're already always under surveillance to the point that a lot of people that I know put little sticky notes or tape over the cameras on their computers because they're afraid that someone might hack into it and activate it while they're in their office doing just legitimate office things, let alone non-legitimate office things. <laughs> you know, I, as, a, as a tech guy, I find that very, very, uh, it's just weird. <laughs> like, I mean, like, who would want to see me? Uh, okay, here's the thing. Work. You can't activate those cameras without the light coming on, so you just can't. Right, but I mean. The light didn't work. But you and the three of us are tech-savvy enough to know that. My yeah. dad would not be. I mean, I don't think dad sometimes listens to the show. I don't think he is, but but honestly, my dad wouldn't be. Now again, my dad's seventy one years old. I mean, what are they going to see? They're going to see him piddling around the house with a dog and a Roomba. So I mean, there's nothing. There's no advantage there. Um, he, he's practicing his curling with the Roomba. Um, but um, nice. But yeah, thank. You. But there's probably some but, government but agency. That has some sixty-five-year-old gr- grandma sitting in the office with legitimate secrets that need to be kept, and all of a sudden her camera pops up and she doesn't know. That's—I guess—that's the point of why people sometimes put tape on the thing. That wasn't—I'm sorry—I'm getting in a different place. My point is with this movie is this: one, the movie I think sucks. 
outright sucks as a movie and it fails as a movie because one, okay, one, it, it kept me interested and entertained. Yes. It kept, it kept me interested, but I kept yelling at the movie and like my wife and I are like literally arguing with the movie. Cause I'm like, no, that's, you wouldn't do that. And so I don't know. I just, and now, now my wife and I had an interesting argument, not argument discussion and same you agreed with her, which is really actually not in her. Weird. Life. No, actually it's, it's against me. So the, the right. fact that the two of you are, you know, going against me is <laughs> actually pretty normal. That sounds about right. Yeah. And I said that I thought it was weird that she, she being Emma Watson, goes from she's new to the company and these two aggressive millennials come up. They're like, oh, we noticed that you didn't come to any of the events here and your dad has MS. And all, like this super personal, aggressive, passive aggressive Whatever. And then within mm-hmm. seconds, movie seconds, I mean, again, it was probably a couple of days. She is all in, right? I'm drinking the Kool-Aid, the hipster cool, avocado toast eating Kool-Aid, right? And, mm-hmm. and she's just all in. And I thought that that ascension went too quickly. I thought mm. the movie was going to be her struggling to fit in with the weirdness of this movie and then come to a point where she realizes that what is actually, there's something seedy happening. And maybe that's what I wanted the movie to be. And that's my own problem that they wanted. I'm with you though. I, I felt like that's what I was wanting, but it, when you said it went too quickly, that's exactly what I thought. It's like she, I felt like she was kind of against it almost at first mm-hmm. and resenting it. And then all of a sudden she's, you know, she's COO. And see, I think that's where the movie failed to show you that the reason she was starting to buy in is because she was in so deep she couldn't get out. Well, like uh, the family health care, um, helping her father, um, she got caught. Uh, well, but uh, and here's different kinds of things that here's, here's kept a, getting her further and further down the rabbit hole. And here's Sarah's point of view, and this is the point of view from a young woman, as Sarah is. I'm going to call her young. In that. She says, my wife says that she probably felt obligated to because she had a job. She had a well-paying job mm-hmm. that, like you said, Sam, is taking care of her folks. And she probably just felt obligated to keep it for the benefit of her friends and family. Her parents. And her yeah. parents, you know. And, and so she's like, you know what, I'll just do whatever I can. But then to your point, Sam, at what cost? Just yep. like the cost of everything in this movie, there's a cost, and the cost was her family. I get to take yeah. care of you, but I never get to see you. Yeah. But, like, and continuing with Andrew's thought, not only did she keep going, she kept going after John Boyega confessed in her, confided in her, who he was, um, mm-hmm. and then showed her the creepy, right? Like, pretty soon this is going to be full of terabytes and terabytes of data that they're going to store on you, right? Mm-hmm. Here's the bad. Here's the creepy. Here's the too many secrets. And she just brushes it off like, yeah, whatever. I liked you in Star Wars. I'm just going to move on. Like, <laughs> so, and I, and I, and as I'm, as I'm literally hearing myself talk, I realize I'm, I'm those other guys in the last uh, talking about the last Jedi is that, 
I had an expectation of what the movie should be, and the movie mm. didn't get to that point, so I'm mad at the movie. And and that's my own issue, and I know that. But damn it, my version of the movie would have been better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, none of us are Hollywood directors. None of us go out there and do that type of thing. Um, and and it, I, you know, is it unfair to expect every movie to be good, to be well directed, well written? And it's also, um, but it's also based I don't on. A, I don't think that's unreasonable at all. I don't think that's I mean, unreasonable either. Uh, but it's also based on a book, so there's going off source material. So then my response is, well, that's not a very good book. But, um, and we'll talk later about what the actual ending was because Corny mentioned earlier <laughs> that there was a different ending, and I'll, 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 that's part of my trivia. What the actual, what the original <laughs> ending was. Um, stupid effing book. Yeah. Oh, I don't know if I have that. Sorry, I, I missed an opportunity. Sorry. So anyway, I think we've kind of smacked on the on the face of this movie though that one we we all kind of hated the ending. Yeah, now because I I what I took away from the ending is that obviously she had won won what? She, um she against won. against the 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 owners, right? Won what? And that What? What did she win? Freedom. Okay. Freedom. Freedom to still be monitored on a on a drone surveillance camera at all times. I maybe I don't know. <laughs> I mean, that's but how the movie I think, ends. I think what what that was showing was that um, I think it, it was basically a coup, and she she staged a coup, and now the whoever was in charge of this company would also be monitored like her which meant they had to be honest and good so is that okay i had not thought of that that's interesting so you're you're so because again we don't know is the problem like we don't know yeah there's no answer so you're you're making an assumption which we all would have to that okay the company now is going to be above board from now on that they're going to do yeah for the good of the country and the people and the individual uh, till death do us part, and yeah, and what I wanted because again that's this is the type of movie <laughs> I'm used to, and I think Andrew I think was going there with me also. And maybe I tell me if I'm wrong, is that because we're used to movies with bad guys, right? We're used to that. Yeah. So what I wanted was because they mentioned they they hinted earlier when they were like, did you you don't think that that senator getting investigated by an anonymous tip was anonymous? That was them kicking that person out of Congress so that they can put their own person in. Like, they mentioned that in the movie. Yeah. So, so I wanted more of that. I wanted, uh-huh. oh, the, yeah. the the emails. Oh, we're so effed. Oh, well, these emails are now coming out that this company has spent the last 15 years buying senators and subverting Congress to make the, per, the, the appropriate people to become, because they mentioned, like, 22 states or something like that are on board with using them as the company for voting. So that had to have been mm-hmm. some type of manipulation, right? You hinted. Yeah, yeah. And, and you get that. You get that. You that get a hint of it. something going on behind the scenes. Right. So I, want, I, wanted, I wanted more of that. So, you know, at the end, even if it's just writing on the screen, the, the you know, Tom Hanks and, and what's his name are, were, were, were arrested under the federal FCC laws and blah, 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 blah. Emma Watson is now the boss. And or something like I wanted, I need resolution to <laughs> to a point, right? Like again, p- 
people are saying, well, gosh, you don't get resolution at the end of Inception. I'm okay with that. I don't, it doesn't matter whether the top stops or not. Dom, mm-hmm. in his mind, is with his kids. It doesn't matter if it's real or not. To me, he's with his kids. So, and I don't care that we never find out what's in the briefcase in Pulp Fiction. Like, I don't care. My, it's still, it doesn't, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, we still have resolution from the other parts of the movie. This movie, you know how they complain that um, Return of the King had like four endings? Like, this mm-hmm. one didn't have one, is in my opinion, <laughs> is the problem. Like, could they have borrowed one from Lord of the Rings? So, anyway. Yeah, this what would have been good if, if they were pulling away, you know, where it was showing Emma Watson in the kayak with all the drones around her. And, like, in a separate screen, you see CNN, um, you know, even just a short blurb about yeah. – so, uh, I can't remember Tom Hanks' character. I can't name. remember either. I can't remember any other names. Uh, but if if it if it had mentioned, you know, so-and-so was arrested today on Bailey. federal uh, – Racketeering you know, charges. Or racketeering. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Uh, you know, vote fraud, voter fraud, or you know something like that. I think that would have been a little bit more um, palatable than than um, than what we saw. Yeah. Um, so I agree with you. I do. It's just, I, I guess, I just interpret the ending just a little bit more concrete than you did. Yeah, and I think probably even more of a source of um, optimism than I did too. Uh, yeah. Andrew Corny, and I was, I've, I've been in a good mood today, so that's well, good. I, um, yeah. I feel like I've I've I, I've dominated this more than I needed to or intended to, <laughs> uh, because I've, I've for whatever reason I'm feeling very passionate about this movie, um, <laughs> and I don't know why. You guys, please please add something else to this discussion. Corny, Andrew, I feel no, like I I've mean, been talking this whole time too. Sorry, I'm just listening to you talk. Now the uh, I mean I agree with, with I, I mean the movie just didn't had too many options for good good storyline and chose none of them. Mm-hmm. Um, you I guess the comment on the idea of you want more background on the um, the Annie character I actually don't I, I think for me the way this movie set up. Uh, that works perfect sense. We kind of see her downfall and then she's better because she left. Mm-hmm. To me, that's a sign that. It's like, a cool. not, yeah. I mean, even make the Kool Aid joke, uh, which, although I wish they hadn't made the Kool Aid joke to the black guy. Yeah. Seemed a little racist. <laughs> uh, not entirely certain. <laughs> Felt that way. Um, but the idea, yeah, I mean, definitely is like a cult. And... Oh, you there? I'm looking and go, you can get the hell out of my office. Oh, uh, your internet uh, pooped out. All I heard was Colt. Oh, sorry. Oh, whoops. <clears throat> I heard it. Oh, weird. Yeah, I think my our our connection has been pretty bad night between you and I, Sean. Oh, sorry. Yeah, well, well, yeah, it's been a little bit in and out on my end, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. So, no, but I guess, and all, I guess in, a, in the great scheme of things, I think, yeah, I would have preferred a, you know, it zooms out and um, her kayaking is being recorded uh, and being streamed in her office or, you know, uh, or it zooms out and we see that she's now the C- uh, COO, mm-hmm. uh, whatever, uh, something like that. But I, I took that that she is or that her and some other people are. 
Although she should have gone to jail for uh, uh, negligence. Uh, well, she, she killed Mercer. Well, I mean, um, and that's that's another part. I'm, I'm again, sorry, to, I'm not trying to take over your your point. Oh, you're good. No, no, but but please keep going. But my one of my frustrations is that there was no consequence for Mercer's death. Mm-hmm. None. A man died because because of this program that right and the, the people. I mean, really, the people that basically were driving the drone should have been charged. Right. Mm-hmm. Like. Right. Yeah. And also, I do know for a fact the. Uh, I wonder if they were uh, FAA cleared because you have to have that clearance to fly those things mm-hmm. in most areas. Right. Yeah. So that's a licensed, the registered thing. At least. So I. Like the fa- Mercer's family should sue the circle for billions of dollars. I actually expected to see that in the movie. Right. Never happened. Like when she's like, we should set up a fund for Mercer. That's a good idea. Consider it done. Uh, how about um, how about they meet and he says, by the way, Mercer's family's suing us and we're going to cut him a check for thirty eight billion dollars. What do you think? Like, like that should that would that would be what normally would happen. You know what I'm saying? Like. Mm-hmm. Because we've seen currently moments on Facebook where horrible things have happened on Facebook streaming. There have been two deaths on mm-hmm. Facebook that I'm aware of. Might be more, but I know of two. But the, the but Facebook did not actively participate in or promote the idea of filming it. Right. Sorry, I'm still fighting a cold. Not still. I'm I'm now fighting a cold. Though it does still like does feel like still anyway, uh, yeah, you know, Facebook. It's not like it's not like Facebook sent people to a person's house with cameras to harass somebody. So anyway, I just although if Mark Zuckerberg did that, I might have more respect for him. Do what? I'm sorry, if, if Mark Zuckerberg <laughs> did that, yeah, if he, if he did that, I might have more respect for him. Yeah, that's fair. So I, I totally jumped on you, Corny, but I, I you mentioned Mercer's death, and I, I had to make sure that uh, again that was a thing that really made me upset about this movie. Yeah, um, personally, I, I kind of wanted the scene to go a different way, that they show up on Mercer's property and tells him to leave, and then what you hear is a, uh, the chambering of uh, some shotgun shells. I kind of thought that was going to happen, too. And then uh, a, a couple of random shotgun blasts and screaming. <laughs> but that's what I wanted. I... That's what would have happened had they filmed in North Carolina. Man. Yeah. Very true. Or South Carolina. Yeah, you just Carolina. don't go running up on somebody's property in North Carolina. Georgia. Yeah. It just doesn't work that way. Can I ask you this question? The uh, John Boyega character mm-hmm. did did was there ever confirmation in anywhere any other place in the movie? Maybe I missed it that he really is who he says he is. He's really this type. Yes, yes. Other uh, than just saying that. No. Okay. So the, I took the confirmation when she gives him a call, and then they confirmed that. He, you know, he took the way out where he could just live normally. I, okay, I, I took the confirmation yeah. as she's like, I called Ty and he helped me unveil their emails. And here's the evidence. Yeah. So only oh, someone that built the system that they were using to protect themselves would be able to hack in. That's true. That's Because that's in the back of my mind, I kept thinking, what if he's not really this guy? What if he's just a hacker <laughs> that works for the company? <laughs> yeah. You know? I just, oh, does he take a piece of aluminum foil, blow into a phone, and <laughs> you now have distance? a free long distance for life? <laughs> <laughs> oh, DJ Qualls. 
That, that's one thing I'm kind of glad about this movie. Really, the only quote-unquote bad tech in the movie are their cameras. Like, yeah, that's Star Trek-level that uh, video processing to a satellite. No battery backup. Like, what? No, that's not a thing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, we have an HD cam. Like, even the smallest cameras that are, um, like, those action cameras and GoPros are still the size of a credit card. And those are the small ones. And, and, and Hardison gets real mad because no one knows what he does. And do what? And Hardison gets real mad because no one knows what he does. Right, yeah. <laughs> so, anyway. But, I mean, fine. You guys like, don't know what I do. <laughs> do you guys even know what I do? You say in a van. Try not to stay in the van. What was the, what was the name of the van? Oh, God, I forgot. Lucille. Lucille. That's right. All right. Anyway. Uh, that's our leverage reference for the night. Um, uh, I was wondering where that was going. I was like, yeah, what? Leverage. Is it, I think it's about yeah. time, Corny, I, I rewatch leverage. Oh, God, yes. I feel like about once every 18 months, I have to watch, rewatch leverage. I'm trying to think if I've rewatched it since Daphne was born, my daughter. She's 18 months, 19 months old now. So well, if you hadn't, you're a bad father. Well, you know, you're, oh. you're right. <laughs> I, I will say this, uh, tangent, uh, incoming. I I finished so Star Wars Rebels ended to uh, this week. The season, thank God, the series finale was was this week, and <laughs> that show was great. I'm just gonna be honest with you, it's really good. Um, and I'm actually only sad that they only did four seasons. Um, and I wonder why. But season four, because season four came out after Rogue One, they they drop a lot of references to what would be Rogue One. Um, because the main plot line of season three and four is the new TIE Defender spaceship. And director Krennic is doing his own thing, and the Emperor wants to invest in him. And so there's a lot of references to Krennic. And, and the, hmm. the, they don't call it the Death Star. They refer to it as Stardust, which if you watch the movie, you know what that means. So anyway, um, Rebels was great. The series finale was great, too. Um, and Ahsoka Tano uh, re- reemerges. It's got a spoiler. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, okay. Any, any, anybody else? Anything else before I'm going to cruise through some notes? You guys want anything? Add anything? Uh, please, by all means. The Death Star. The Death Star here. I run the Death Star. <laughs> I'm your <laughs> boss, Mr. Stevens. Oh, not Mr. St- oh. Are you Mr. Stevens? <laughs> Who's Mr. Who is Mr. Steven? He's head of catering. Sorry, there's our Eddie Izzard reference for the night. Um, <laughs> real quick notes I wrote like I had no idea Finn was in this. Two nerd franchises crashing from Harry Potter and Star Wars. Um, Sarah asked that people kept coming up to her saying, "Hey, Guppy," and Sarah said, "Ooh," because she ingested that chip. Which she didn't know she was doing, by the way. Sam, where does that lie on your business ethics meter? <laughs> yeah, that would be in the red category, <laughs> right? I guess. Like, like red like communist or red like... Yeah, red like yeah, illegal. Red like, uh, that's a no-no. Like, that's illegal. I mean, unless in when she was hired, there's a piece of paper that she signed that says, <laughs> we have the right to put chips in your body... At any time that we deem necessary. Well, and you wouldn't believe there, there are corporations out there right now that are asking employees to put chips in their skin. But they're asking. That's the, that's yep. the thing. They're asking them, yep. and they're all um, 
uh, uh, SFID, right? That's the right, right? corny? Yeah. SFID? RFID. RFID, thank RFID. you. RFID yeah. chips yeah. so that you can unlock a door with your hand without actually having to pull out a card. Right? By the way, just, just out of uh, Well, there's more fairness. to it than that, too. Well, you can't, but you it's, can't uh, hack it. Well, out of fairness, if I had a document that said they're allowed to put chips in my body at any given time, I'm going to say yes. Because that could be chocolate or potato. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you, you should write that on the contract. Chocolate, like put a little, uh, you know, above sign, chocolate slash potato. Uh, I like this idea. Um, <laughs> here are some chocolate chips, Corny. Oh, time for my daily chocolate chip. Okay, fine. Um, but yeah, I mean, Sam, you're right. There are companies that are doing this. But again, they're asking their employees to do this. And the CEO mm-hmm. was like, I'm going to do it. It's totally above board. It's, again, only RFID. You can't store information above a certain small level. It's no different than the hang tag on your car that lets you in the parking deck. So mm-hmm. it's not like you're putting your social security on there, number on there and someone can steal that because you can't. So before we get too big brother on whatever that corporation is, but like they didn't ask her is my problem, is my big problem. Mm-hmm. They didn't ask her. Mm-mm. And like she should have been furious. I would have been puking. I would have been like sticking my finger down my throat to make myself puke. Like, get my lawyer. I'm suing you. I don't know. Maybe I'm too whatever. All right. Uh, I also wrote uh, this. I wrote this entire interaction is super annoying, which I'm referring to the whole. Oh, so I noticed you didn't come to any. Like, oh, I hated everything about that. It just yes. It was so awkward. I hated that. So, so uh, how about how about I got in trouble at my actual job, my previous position, uh, because of a, a very similar thing. Hey, uh, we noticed that you uh, aren't participating in these things that are totally uh, voluntary. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, I don't want to do them. Play a lot of music. Usually gone. Sorry, just didn't want to go. Uh, we'd all feel a lot better if you participated. I'm like, okay, cool, whatever, it's fine. I mean, Dude. I'm not. I'm not here to make you feel better. I'm here to do a job. So I know, right? I don't know. I just that. Well, I'm here to make you feel better. Mm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You do, Corny. Every night. I don't know what that means. But <sighs> oh states. no, you do. With the pics you send me, Corny, you make me feel better. You really do. Um, oh, this is getting uh, intimate. Um, you make me so here's another little thing, and I don't know if you guys are aware of this. Maybe you are. Maybe you're not. If you've ever noticed when you're watching like a, a video on YouTube or whatever and you see people in the background walking around, sometimes the, the people are blurred out and sometimes they're not. Mm-hmm. And that's because certain states have a, um, a law that allows a single party or a dual party participation, meaning North Carolina, where we live, well, I don't live there, but where we live, is a single party uh, participation, meaning Sam can take a video camera and go out and film anyone he wants. Doesn't matter within the within the within the realm of the law. I mean, you can't go into women's bathrooms and things like that. But you can film. Oh no, really? Anywhere you want, right? Because mm-hmm. you are aware that you are recording, right? You are the single party, right? Meaning that you can't take a, a video recorder and then put it in a tree and then leave because then that's you know what I'm saying, Creepy. like. Well, it's not just creepy, but it's it's that's that's the invasion. Again, there's a there's a gray area, obviously, with like deer cameras and things like that. Which, again, single party, whatever. 
But in some states like California, New York, maybe, I don't know. I know California is one, and there's some other states. They are dual party, which means I have to get your permission to film you. So if you ever see a video of like people whose faces are grayed out, they did not get their, their permission to film them. My point is, if you put a little bitty camera all over the world, mm-hmm. it's in some states, that's illegal. You can't legally mm-hmm. do that without permission. So once again, circles, unless the circle paid some Congress people to change the state's law, right? which would have been... And cool that's to, what it's sounding like. Right. But again, we're having to make those assumptions on behalf of the movie, which maybe is in the book. Maybe that's all in the book. Is maybe. Uh, oops, first time real privacy was invaded. That was uh, the, the mom and dad sex part. Um, automatically registers to you to vote seems scary, and now she wants people to be required to vote. Uh, that made me really uncomfortable. Um, oh, here's the only other tech part I also found a little hinky. And Corny's going to go with me on this one. I know it. A global face recognition software that can do it in seconds. Global. Like, our CIA can't do that now. Like, you know what, they, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. Anyway, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. There, there are several things that are wrong with that concept. Um, first of all, uh, GPS-wise, or satellite wise, we're not gonna you're not gonna get that information that clearly yeah. over that many places. Uh number two, um I work in enough places that um my Wi Fi connected device, because that's what it's gonna be, um, is not gonna work in the, the, the pit of a warehouse. It's just not. Um so I could go on and on with the list of things that aren't gonna work in the situation. But uh, no, I'm not watching. Uh, and then facial recognition. I mean, that's it, first of all, it's not even great. Um, right. If girl uh, changes her hair or maybe her eye color, that that, that completely becomes useless. Like we're only now getting to the point where like our iPhones and the new Samsung phones, where you can unlock with your face. We're finally getting to that point, and that's on a super micro scale. Yeah. You know and what I'm saying? Even that's not accurate. You know, I have the new iPhone 10, and if I wear my glasses instead of wearing my contacts, I have to put in my passcode. Really? Yeah, because there's hmm. such thick. But I thought it was supposed to be, you know, be able to see through that stuff. Well, it's it's supposed to, to adapt with certainly facial hair and hair well, change and stuff. I mean, the thing, but it, it's facial recognition. Facial recognition is done by several phases, and one of those is just. Uh, shape or the face, the shape of the face, and you're changing and glasses, glasses alter the face, yeah. like they alter the shape. Um, you so, mean, but you know, if you look at uh, look at voice recognition, though, yeah. you know, back in the, the early 2000s, I remember thinking how great it would be for by speaking it. Yeah, I, I bought like a hundred dollar package for almost like Dragon Dictation or something like that. Oh yeah, yeah. and um, it was the worst ever. <laughs> it. it it, it it was horrible, and I mean, now we're 2018, you know, and Siri still gets it wrong sometimes. Yeah, but it's 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 a hundred still better, you know, ninety nine percent better than it was back then. Yeah, in you know the ten years that have have gone. Yeah, past. I mean, and, and I know we so. have to we have well, there's a suspension of disbelief for this movie. I get it. Like we're obviously in a, in kind of a make believe land. 
with some of the tech, and I get that. And again, my my intro with Corny saying that there's a lot wrong with this movie, the tech not really being one of them is really at no point that the tech really bring me out of the movie. Mm-mm. You know, it wasn't like we were watching hackers yeah. or I actually kind of liked the, the the little bubbles popping up around oh, swordfish. Oh, that yeah. or swordfish. Yeah, exactly. Swordfish is my go to for bad tech. No, the, the bubble part I thought was, was great. Perfect for uh, that movie. I, if that you know, movie streams, what hacking's all about. We are all over that movie. I can't wait to rip that one a new one. Plus, Halle Perry's naked. So anyway, uh, so this is one note that I wrote. I wrote, so in, in that same sentence where I wrote global recognition, facial recognition, now you're asking people with phones to act on the behalf of the police. When someone dies, who's responsible? My next line was, I wrote that line before seeing Mercer die. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, which in, in this world, no one's responsible. People die. It's fine. Um, I would like to have Not known. I think it was kind of dumb, the whole deer killer thing with Mercer. I was like, really, people? Yeah. yeah. It just yeah. Seemed, that seemed to escalate a little too dramatically. Yeah, well, whatever. And again, but, that, that's yeah. playing on a trope, right, of, uh, oh, he's a hunter, therefore he's a horrible human being. Like, no, mm-hmm. we actually, probably all of us, well, we all know my father-in-law. He's a hunter, and he's not a horrible human being. Um, so, like. Anybody that knows anything about deer they shed those antlers on a yearly basis so yeah. he doesn't have to kill them like just, that. just exactly. walk in the woods yeah. for an hour and you'll find some you know as long as it's a, a populated area um i would like to have known the crowd reaction to his death when the when she screams and the camera goes to black and then it's you know it's like four days later and she's home <clears throat> i wanted to know how that scene ended did they go, oh, cut the camera, cut the camera. Oh, my gosh, we're so sorry. Did they hug her? Did they, they embrace her? Did they cut the feed? Does the, did the audience go, oh, my God, we're sorry. Like, uh, I someone think in the room goes, needs to be accountable. Damn. He ain't going to be in circle, too. <laughs> oh, I was laughing but coughing at the same time, I promise. Uh, yes. Yeah, even if uh, Chris Tucker would have stood up in the middle of the audience and said that. that would have been. Anyway. Uh, I did not did write. She was on drugs. Did I miss that? I love Patton Oswalt's face when she calls him out. And then my last line, my last note was, so now what happens? So anyway, mm-hmm. uh, anyway. Um, and then the only other trope that I wrote was, <laughs> learning the job montage. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Answer phone I do calls. Love a, a good tech montage because yeah. I like. Actually, I will say the one good thing about this movie is I like the way they portrayed texting and messaging. Mm-hmm. Where right. you got the kind of the angle of their perspective with the texting, and you had the whole Tony Stark uh, in the air, yeah, uh, set up there. I, I really enjoyed that. Uh, what other movies I think did we actually, see? That, that looked really good. Oh, it was, um, it also reminded me of the new Sherlock Holmes series. When he's texting, we see this, it, it's a, above yeah. him, you know, beside him, as opposed to the camera looking at his phone, which I think is a way cleverer way of showing what he's writing than to either have him, I'm going to send you a text now, you know, so. Yeah. And I believe it was fine. It was the social network that finally got that right. Did they do that? I can't remember. I believe they were the first to do that style of uh, 
interpretation of, of what a text or, or an email would look like um, without having to zoom in on a screen. I got really mad again tonight. <laughs> I was uh, listening to some different film scores while I was getting doing show prep, and that one came on. <laughs> And I'm like, this freaking won the Oscar over How I Met Your How to Train yep. Your Dragon. I know I need to let it go. That was eight years ago, but or, <laughs> never yeah. let go. Never let go. Number one. Never let go over that one. This type of dialogue makes me want to piss blood. I just hate this. That's so interesting. You put it that way. We actually see your profile and the activity on it as integral to your participation here. This is how your coworkers, even the ones on the other side of campus, know who you are. Communication certainly isn't extracurricular, right? Right. Of course. We consider you a full, knowable person of unlimited potential. But you've had a blip or two when it comes to meshing with the community, like your absence at several weekend or evening events, which are, of course, optional. I'm sorry? Let's start with this weekend. You left campus at 11.42 p.m. on Friday and got back at 8.46 a.m. Monday. I didn't mean for that to be that long. I hate every moment of that. It makes me uncomfortable, which it's supposed to. Yeah. But uh, I think the appropriate response to that is uh, when she goes, and you got back at 846 on Monday. You're you're effing welcome, lady. Right. I came back. (laughs) Uh, Anyway. I just, like, when he says phrases like, and again, I've been to a bunch of the sensitivity classes and how you're supposed to talk to people. Like, I've done those classes and... And I've actually genuinely <laughs> learned a lot from those. I really have. But saying things like you're a knowable person of unlimited potential, I just I hate that dial. I hate that type of talk. I just do. All right. Um, here we go. Here's some more um, privacy uh, laws being violated. So it's going to feel warm for a few days. Then you and the media band will get used to each other. But... It has to touch the skin to work. Waterproof, no need to take it off. Let's activate it, shall we? Is that the... Well, it's syncing up with a sensor you ingested a second ago. Uh, excuse me? Uh, uh, what? what? Uh, come again, Big Pudge. <laughs> uh, I don't know what number three is. Transparency. I wrote transparency. I don't know what this means. Starting today, my every meeting... My every phone call and email will be accessible to my constituents and to the world. It's a bad idea, Senator. Really bad. Just saying. Actually, you know, you're supposed to. If you are a state employee or a politician, your every email, every phone conversation should be somehow accessible by constituents. Yeah. Right. I mean, as a teacher, every email that I ever send from my school account can be it's public record anybody can look at it right and i'm totally fine with all of that like and you're right that's that's the way it is it is how it is that's why people got so pissed when hillary had those personal uh, data servers and and those personal emails you're like you're not supposed to do that that's why we do it on public stuff so it's there's there's a level of transparency yeah but there is also going to be some level of communication that she's going to have to have with people of power that we don't need to know about. Yeah. So anyway, um, I already played that clip. Uh, oh, this part will make your skin crawl. And it seems we're on our way to users being able to register it and maybe actually vote through their circle account. Well, that's a small leap, but 
Yes, okay, go on. Why not require every voting age citizen to have a circle account? Mm. I don't like that at all. I really don't. This is the only joke in the entire movie. You ready? This is the only joke in the movie. We have to pee indoors, not on the street. We do. We do have to pee. I mean, we have. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to. I'm gonna pee. You know what? As a matter of fact, I'm peeing in the room right now. Uh, well, you're still indoors. <laughs> if you opened up the window and let it fly out there, then there you go. All right, um, so, uh, sorry, I had to make a small tangent. Um, no, please. It's for the good of the podcast. Oh, uh, by all means. All right, so uh, uh, I, I sometimes make the joke that I'm so mad I'm just going to shit on the floor um, in response to things at work. Sure. <laughs> I get that. One took that to heart and actually shit on the floor of uh, three levels of bathrooms. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, last week. Wait, wait. And, uh, wait, you did? <laughs> No, not me. I, I never <laughs> something like that, but a student did apparently. Oh my gosh! Good for them. Shat on the floor. That's awful. Uh, of a certain building on our campus. Not uh, good for the them. Course. That's awful. Did they ca- catch and, them? Uh, no, and I don't want them to. I want this uh, shit Robin Hood to, uh, to be free. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's the worst. <laughs> Freedom. That's awful. No, no, it's terrible. There are people that have to clean that. That's awful. Yeah, yeah, but I want them. I do freedom. feel bad. Yeah, I, I feel bad for the. Uh, the janitor, poor janitors. To fix. I was at a Walmart, the Walmart in Seneca, with my son, and I was. He had to pee, and so we go into the men's bathroom as this teenager comes, literally screaming the f word, out, mm. and then I walk in, and he has taken his shit and smeared it all over <laughs> the stall and the floor and the toilet, to to which my son's like, "I'm not going in there to pee, Daddy," and I'm, I don't blame you. So when I walk out, we go to the stall and he does his, to the urinal and he does his thing and then we leave. And as I walk out, a manager comes up to me and says, is everything all right? And I'm like, no. And I point out the kid because he was still nearby. I guess he wanted to see the reaction to his artwork. And I said, that kid and those three are with him because they were all waiting for him to come out. He smeared poop all over the wall. You need to get him now and get him to clean this crap up. And they looked at me like, Oh, and I said, you, and as he's walking out, and I, as he's literally walking out, and I said, he's five foot ten. He's got a red hat. He's got a green jacket on, blue jeans, and they're with him. Go get him. And so they all, you know, and whenever you're in a Walmart, <laughs> citizens arrest, citizens arrest. And you know, when you're in a Walmart, you never see anyone there to help you unless they're at the register. And even then, there's only like three people for forty registers. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, blue vests started appearing out of nowhere. I'm like, I didn't know they had this many employees. You never see them in the aisles helping people. <laughs> hey, uh, kind of like, uh, you know, Willy Wonka has the... Um, the Oopa Loopas just show up, Oopa. yeah. Yeah, so, they, did they sing like a, a, a song Oopa, about the moral Oopa, values Oopa, of uh, smearing poop, poop in the... Uh, Walmart, Walmart, Oopa, do, do. Right. <laughs> I do not like the fact that you could... Right? Like... <laughs> So we go to the car. We go. My son and I go to the car, and he. I get him buckled into the car. And as I'm sitting down in my seat, that kid has come out of the garden section. He has removed his jacket and hat because he heard me say his description. And he's walking towards my car. Not towards me. He's leaving to go meet his buddies in another car. And I have about a four or five second moment of reflection of what do I do? Do I a 
get out of my car and try to stop him. Now, in that moment, but I have my son with me. So A, that kid could take a swing at me, pull out a knife. I don't know what he has. B, I can't physically lay hands on him or he'll arrest me because he's probably, he can't arrest me, but I'll probably be arrested for harming a minor because he's probably like 15, right? So I can't lay hands on him. So literally all I can do is ask him to go back inside to clean up his mess. It's literally all I can do. And so in that five-second <laughs> moment... You live with a black woman. That's true. Actually, you know, Sean, there, there is something um, of this whole thing that, uh, that kind of... I don't know. I, I, I won't sleep tonight if I don't ask. And, and that is, did he wash his hands? I have no idea. I don't know. I, maybe? I don't know. I mean, I guess he didn't smell yeah. like poop, but the whole bathroom smelled like it, so... Yeah. Now, I will say this is a, becoming a, a trend at our high school. It is a brand new facility opened up this fall. And we came from a school that was 60 years old and we thought, hey, people are going to really take care of this place. It's going to be nice. There's there's a kid that shits in the floor at least once a week. Oh it, it happens in the locker room. It happens in the bathrooms. I think these teenagers today are just... I don't know what's wrong with them. Like when I was in high school, when we were in high school, that would have never been a thing. Yeah. There's no, there are consequences. There's no severe consequences uh, or consequences are, are ignored. Uh, I.e. Um, I know uh, in my household, my mom's uh, uh, big mama, uh, her house, uh, the phrase was, don't call me if you go to jail. That meant she was not coming for you. Right. <laughs> uh, you you are now an inmate, and you are now a ward of the state. I, but I, uh, I I've seen this way too often. Where uh, am I? I keep bringing up my former job a lot because apparently it, it plays into the, this movie way too much. Um, but uh, investigating a student for plagiarism and having found it out, and then talking to the parent, and the parents like, well. They're just a kid, and I was like, "Nope, they're they're a teenager who should know not to plagiarize. Right? They're going to fail. Well, maybe we can just ignore this. I'm like, no, no. Any other college, they would be removed uh, from the program. We can't, we can't just ignore this. But I mean, it's it's such a an easy thing now. So you know, Mister McShit the floor is just going to be like, oh, didn't mean to." And then someone's going to let it go. All right. Sorry, this old man grumpy tangent was brought to you by Metamucil. Um, anyway. poultry geist. Um, here's my last <laughs> clip. And uh, I had to because, you know, I had to. We were so There you go. That's yeah, Tom Hanks. All right, here we go. And now for some more bad news. Ready? We're getting a little long in this podcast, so I'm going to cook through this. And frankly, I only captured three bits of trivia because there wasn't a whole lot to capture. Uh, reshoots took place four months before the release of the movie, which made Emma Watson's character seem more appealing. Uh, but test audiences' reaction was even worse than the previous screenings. Um, when May is going transparent, uh, Emma Watson, there are many messages from people all over the world in different languages. One of the messages is in Hebrew, which says, What channel do I need to be on to see some sex? Which I thought was kind of funny. Um, they also, when she's going through her tour... The guy says over there is the Quidditch uh, game, which is you know, little uh, little 
Harry Potter huh? moment there. Okay. Yeah. Funny. Uh, again, I only got that from the trivia. I didn't hear that. And then the other one is, and this is where Corny and I both hinted at from the original ending. The ending was changed significantly for the film. In the original novel, May, fully believing in the Circle's goals and mantras, betrays Ty in his attempt to bring down the company, and he is effectively silenced. So, there you go. I don't know which is That's sad. would hate the hate works. I mean, you would hate yeah. you would hate Emma Watson's character, but at least it would mm-hmm. there would be a resolution. I don't, yeah, I don't know if I would have enjoyed that movie better or not. I think I we probably know. would have. We would probably be arguing about, oh, what a what a horrible character. We should they should change it and do this thing. So, I don't think honestly we would have been happy. Anyway, here we go. Excuse me while I whip this out. Um, I finally fixed my uh, my playlist here. Uh, uh, Big Brother. We're doing movies where Big Brother is watching. Uh, Andrew. All right. The Truman Show, number three. That's a good one. Number two. Uh, sorry. Eagle Eye with Shia LaBeouf. That's a good movie. I like that movie. I do too. Somebody borrowed it a few years ago and I never got it back. Shia LaBeouf. (laughs) I let my aunt borrow that DVD. And she claims I never did. I mean, I haven't seen it since. Yeah, you got to be worried about letting friends borrow DVDs. Yeah, especially friends, because they'll keep it forever. Oh, yeah. And then uh, one of my favorites that not a lot of people have seen is uh, Gary Oldman and Tinker Taylor Soldier Spy. I need to watch that. I heard it's very British and very dry, but very good. Yeah, it is, all three. But I like Gary Oldman, and I like British, and I'm pretty dry. Oscar winner Gary Oldman. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I want to see that movie too. For his portrayal of Sir Winston Churchill. <laughs> I wish your internet wasn't bad because that would have been great. Uh, or my internet was bad. Um, I'm Winston Churchill. <laughs> this is corny. <laughs> <laughs> corny, you're up. You just muted yourself. You're still muted. Sorry, I, did, I, I, did, I thought it was still going. That's okay. Um, all right, so my uh, number three is uh, V for Vendetta. Yep. Uh, my number two is uh, Minority Report. Uh-huh. Okay. And my number one, which I'm glad I get to use this again, Enemy of the State. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. Love that movie. Uh, which was Sweet. one of the ones we've done on that. We've done that movie. Sam. Yes. Yeah. I've always wanted to make a movie, an anti-vegan movie, and call it Enemy of the Steak. <laughs> Meat is lettuce. murder. Lettuce. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm with you. Sam. All right. I've got my number three is a little movie called Gattaca. Yeah. Uh, number two is Minority Report, and my number one is The Matrix. Cool. Well, we've yep. all said the ones that are in my list. So the only movie I will say that it, it was in my honorable mention, I guess my order was Matrix V and Enemy of the State, is The Net with Sandra Bullock, which is a terrible <laughs> movie with awful <laughs> tech. Awful. <laughs> That's why it wasn't on my list. But I, I just put it on there because when it came out, I really liked it, but I was young enough to not... We, like, we didn't know what the internet was yet in like 94... It was still kind of a weird, scary kind of place where you can order pizza online. But 
it's a terrible movie, and and that and the in the in the tech and is awful. So, uh, if it's ever streaming, we're doing it for this show. Um, so yeah. Wait, what's supposed to happen? Um, out of ten, where would we rank this out of ten? From one, or I guess zero, to ten. Andrew. Four. Okay. <laughs> I thought you said Thor for a second, but four. Okay, I'm with you. Oh, by the way, I just saw Ragnarok. Oh, what an awesome movie. Right? Isn't that the best? I love it. Yeah. I, I saw it's people, so much fun. I saw people on Twitter complaining that it was too much fun. They're like, this movie's too silly. You do realize I'm Thor. Sure there's a country song. You, you hear the word Ragnarok, you think death and destruction. Oh, I don't. But um, I don't. Yeah, I, that word doesn't have meaning to me. It's, I think of a great buddy film uh, involving a big green frog. It just sounds and, like uh, a Greek dish. Yeah. Like I'll oh, have. You mean, uh, I'll, I'll have a euro. You mean with the, the, side the of frog Ragnarok. that is Thor? Yes. Frog. Right. Frog. But I but mean, like this. Thing. This was a yeah, dude with. Thing. That ran on a rainbow bridge, right? Like, like Thor would never. Anyway, it's fine. <laughs> Corny, I loved the movie. Uh, I was going to go a little bit of the opposite way. Uh, it was a bland movie, but it, it, it had potential, and so I'm actually going to give it a six based on potential. Okay, you're gonna. So you're going off of like the NBA draft, like you're you're drafting on potential. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You might you might get a Ben Simmons. Or you might get a uh, Cody Zeller. Lonzo Ball. That's what happened when my wife said she would marry me. Yeah, she's going off potential. <laughs> nice. <laughs> How'd that work out? Sorry to disappoint, dear. It's, it's going pretty well for him. <laughs> <laughs> he is, he is nice. boxing above his weight class. I'll just say that. Um, Sam. <laughs> Um, I, I'm kind of with a, a little bit of corny, um, where this movie kept my attention, um, till the end and, uh, I'll probably end. give it, uh, let's give it a 5.643 out of 10. Okay. Not the best, not, I don't want to watch it again, but if, uh, if there's a chance I can use it for my business classes, it's, it's got some, there might be some excerpts there. I mean, like yeah. you could probably pull some stuff out there for your, if you, if you do a business ethics class. Yeah, um, like yep. ingesting chips without their knowledge and <laughs> forcing people <laughs> to participate in extracurricular activities where they'll lose their job. Um, I'm, yeah. I, I, I'm with you guys on the potential. I'm with you on it kept my attention, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm, I panned it because it didn't do the things that we felt that it, it should have, yeah. or could yeah. have. So, with that being said, it only gets. Four and a half points because of who was in it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it gets the benefit of the doubt because they got they got Tom Hanks. I mean, this, Tom Hanks is a star. He's an A-lister. Emma Watson is an A-lister because of Harry Potter, and John Boyega is getting there. Right, coming off yeah. of Star Wars, he did that cop movie. In I Detroit. just I actually just read a, an article about how he might be the next Blade. That would be so good. Oh, I could totally see him being Blade. Okay, I'm I'm totally in. (laughs) That's going to be on like Netflix, right? Wouldn't that be a Netflix thing? Ten-part series on Netflix? I don't know. Anyway, uh, and tomorrow, by the time this is released, uh, which we, tonight, 
as you hear this. So, uh, but uh, uh, Jessica Jones comes out tomorrow. Season two of Jessica Jones comes out. So anyway, go watch it. Um, cool, that's it. That's our show. Sorry yeah. it's a little long, uh, but frankly, we haven't had a show go past an hour and 15 minutes in a while. Um, <laughs> yeah, actually, that's, you're actually right, Corny. Um, oh, long and, with this. Yeah. Uh, next week we are doing Chappie. Uh, the, uh, it's like I'm Alive number five short circuit movie, but a little different. Um, this was requested by a listener who did not want to participate in the uh, 200th episode thing. He just said, I want you to do this movie. And I said, sure. Um, mm-hmm. pretty sure it was listener Andrew, I think. Oh crap. I hope I didn't just give credit to somebody else. Anyway. Uh, you know who you are. <laughs> Chappie is our movie next week. And uh, looking forward to that. I've, I, I kind of wanted to see it when it came out. So it'll be uh, interesting. And then the week after that, yeah. little, little little teaser, we're doing Training Day. Um, mainly because Sam's never seen it. So oh, right. yeah. we threw it on the list. So cool. That's Perfect. it. That's our show. That's going to do it for us. So next week, uh, Chappie. Um, and... Again, thank you for all who participated in our 200th episode. That was a lot of fun. Um, and uh, hopefully we'll get to do something fun for 300, if, assuming we make it. Um, our website is CheapSeatReviews.com. Uh, check out our Anchor app. I posted a new Anchor post yesterday, Monday, a couple days ago, um, about Dunkirk. Uh, so my little review of Dunkirk. Yeah, I've done um, Spock so, and a Dunkirk. You know, I've, I've, you're not the only person that's made the, like Dunkirk is like, like his, the movie when he's finally retires. What's, are you okay, oh, Kirk? Dunkirk. Dunkirk. Oh, okay. Nice. Uh, leave us a review, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube, iHeartRadio. Uh, I think there's a way we can get on Spotify, I think. I don't know. Um, Duncan. I haven't done that one yet. Uh, uh, Facebook.com slash Cheap Seat Reviews is, of course, our Facebook page. And on the Twitter at Cheap Seat Cast. You can, of course, send your emails to Cheap Seat Reviews at gmail.com. Not that you will, but you could. Um, I didn't mean to be as passive aggressive as it came across. <laughs> uh, just saying that you, you can. Uh, but anyway, that's fine. Uh, that's it. That's our show. I'm excited. And now I'm basically just vamping for time uh, as the music plays me out. So, uh, yeah. You guys doing all right? Everybody okay? We're good? I have about five yeah. more seconds. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, good. Now the music's getting louder, so I'll just say on behalf of Andrew, Sam, Corny, and Chad, this is Sean saying thank you for listening. Have a good night.